verbal discharge. The world's third to best radio show. Not about squids. Catch up at verbaldischarge.co.uk. It had been a cold and hard day in ancient Sicily. The year was 250 AD and the mathematician Archimedes had been busily toiling over his formulas and diagrams all day, hoping to perhaps make a breakthrough in his work. With the day drawing to a close and the sun beginning to set in the sky, it would seem another day had come and gone. Archimedes let out a final sigh and resigned himself to failure. He ripped up the parchment before him and placed his head in his hands, feeling the the slow throbbing pulse of frustration flowing through his weary veins. It would seem that today would yield no developments. He stood to his feet and looked through the window. How much longer would he suffer on in torment? It had been many months since his work had yielded any tangible results, and he was beginning to lose hope. Perhaps he shouldn't have become a mathematician. Perhaps he should have taken up a career in barrel-making, just like his father had always wanted. He just didn't know any more. He just needed to switch off and let his thoughts settle. He slumped into the bathroom and began to run a bath. He was a mathematician, so presumably had a decent plumbing system and hot water years before anyone else clocked on. A bath always relaxed him, soothing his muscles and his tired mind. He swished the water around with his hand as the bath slowly filled. The water level rose and rose and rose, and Archimedes finally dropped a bath bomb he had purchased from ancient Sicilian lush into the depths. Being warm and relaxed is one thing, but being in a glitter-soaked multicoloured bath is another thing entirely. This was Archimedes' moment. He had a long day, and he was going to fill this bath all the way to the fucking top. Bills be damned! The water reached the very most top of the bath, and Archimedes seductively slipped off his old mathematician's robe. He perched himself over the bath and slowly lowered himself in. He heard the sound first. Water running from the bath. From the, from the bath? He heard the sound first. Water running from the bath splashed onto the floor. Archimedes peered over the side. Why now had the water run out? It was perfectly fine before. The water had sat perfectly still in the bath, perfectly stacked until... Wait! That was it! The water had displaced as he had submerged himself. The water had poured out in direct proportion to the the volume of his body. This was it! This was the breakthrough he'd been waiting for. Eureka, he cried. I've done it. I've done it. I've discovered Archimedes' principle. (laughs) (laughs) Just then, a blinding flash of light erupted from the corner of the room, shooting lightning that licked the walls and ceiling. Archimedes recoiled in horror. What ungodly tear in the fabric of space-time had opened up before him? What manner of hitherto unseen phenomenon appeared to him now? Another burst of light shot like a heavenly blast from the rift, and out stepped a being. His hair was ghost-white, like a dog shit that had been left in the sun for a week, and his face was clad in a visage of total abject despair, punctuated by a vacant and world-weary gleam across his cold and soulless eyes. Who? Who are you? Archimedes quivered in fear. It is I... DJ Fresh spake the spectral and godly electronic musician before him. Why have you come now to me? Have my findings offended you, O great one? A wry smirk spread across the talentless mouth of DJ Fresh. An observation does not constitute a scientific finding, he said. Dude, do your research. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's funny, you told me that you'd written an intro about DJ Fresh. And about two minutes of you talking about Archimedes, I think there's going to be. A this isn't DJ Fresh at all. This is Archimedes, the Greek mathematician. Also, you said he licks the walls. You said the lightning licks the walls, which is a, a nice metaphor, but b I like to imagine DJ Fresh himself just getting it done, licking all his walls. The taste but of schnapps. Well, I think the most important lesson we all learned here today is that DJ Fresh really is talentless. <laughs> Should we provide? Can you at least context? do your research and like find out that he's not talentless? Should we provide? <laughs> Should we provide some context? Because we're almost five minutes into this. Yeah, go on, Robbie. Go on. Why don't you tell our lovely listeners what happened over the course of the last week? So, um, regular listeners may be aware that we once tried to interview for Bizzle and he said no in the last minute mm-hmm. regular listeners may be aware that we once tried to interview Danny Howard Radio 1 DJ and he said yes and he did the interview and was a generally lovely man yeah. he, was, he was pretty lovely, nice yeah. he was a much better DJ I mean and, I would think yeah. I, I, I watched a bit of that interview it was alright 
I didn't really care much for it because I wasn't in it, so uh, <laughs> I didn't really bother. Um, followers of our Facebook and Twitter, though, may be aware of what's happened regarding DJ. Specifically our Twitter. Yeah. But, so, um, last Friday, myself and James went down to... Um, DJ Fresh was playing a gig at the University of Derby Students' Union. As a part of Refreshers. This is a man who used to sell out arenas. He's now doing the University of Derby Student Union. And <laughs> we were told that we'd have the chance to interview him after he'd played the University of Derby Student Union. Nothing against the Student Union. They're, they're a lovely service. They're lovely people. Fantastic venue. Yeah. They're not the O2, though. But then, yeah, they're not the O2. They're not even in the top five biggest What, what, what do you prove that, Jordan? Do, oh, should I do my research? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I took a tape measure. And then I also realised that they're not the O2 because they're not in the same place. Oh, yeah, true, yeah. I suppose that constitutes research, doesn't yeah. it? I That's put my references at the well, bottom. I put a footnote and it said... You're basically Archimedes. Yeah, yeah. not in Dude, the same place. Dude, you've done your research. <laughs> um, Dude, comma, do your research. At the last minute, we'd been there waiting. We were like, like five minutes before we were due to interview DJ Fresh. Suddenly, we had a message through from one of his guys, one of his cronies. One of his cronies! Like he's got 1980s like, villain henchmen. I imagine yeah, he does, he does. They all wear matching leather jackets and like walk in sync now and alleys going... I imagine his cronies' <laughs> hairstyles are in reverse though, so they have like a shit white beard and <laughs> black hair. But they're like, they're like seven foot tall and like hulking. <laughs> And they just sort of follow me like, down the they, corridor. They all carry, they all carry DJ Thresh. Thresh? DJ Thresh. Thresh. DJ Threshold. <laughs> this um, is the. Freshlings, get him! DJ, um, DJ, DJ Threshold is uh, is actually the DJ pers- uh, persona of Joseph Campbell. <laughs> that's, a, um, that's a writing reference. Yeah. So, um, no, I, I'd imagine like they, they carry him like um, like a, a like a Far Eastern prince. Like he's like, um, he's, like, like he's, got, he's, got throne, he's got like a little throne with a little, like, a little booth with uh, with bamboo uh, roots coming out of it, so he can just he can hold it. He's got his DJ him. decks on there, and, 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 and then they suddenly stop, and, and then DJ Fresh looks out of his booth and goes, "Who disrupts?" My parade, <laughs> and he's got like sort of cohorts of women that he's surgically altered to look just like him. As he throws it's, it's, all of his all of his toys out of the pram and shouts, "Revere me, revere me!" Do your research. It's fresh hair, so, if you will. So basically, DJ Fresh said no to the interview at the very last minute. James, were you frustrated? Um, that is an understatement. Yes, you um, were. I was outraged because, I mean, obviously our lives don't matter to the likes of DJ Fresh. No. And not that I'm bitter or resentful or holding on to any long-standing uh, grudges over this, but I am. And, and um, like, obviously, you know, we'd had, like, I'd had to shuffle around days and days worth of shifts at work <laughs> to make sure I could have it free. We'd been there for like five hours setting up with like the, uh, the camera guys and the yeah. lighting guys and the sound guys who'd all very kindly donated their time to help us do this interview. It was Sam guys. And the other thing is, the Leaf of Bizzle one, Leaf of Bizzle had said, maybe I'll do an interview. Yeah. So um, we were expecting it. We were, we were like, we were sort of 50-50, it might happen, it's worth us going along, but we know it might not. DJ Fresh had actually said yes, and held on to the yes until five minutes before he was due to come out and interview us. Or we were due to interview him. Uh, he just he, sort of said... Do you know what he'd have to do in order to, in order to interview us? He'd have to do his research. <laughs> um, no, so, yeah, we, we'd set up fully. We were all ready to go. And in five minutes beforehand, he said, no. And James Very tiny voice. just started, yeah. yeah, that's his tiny little voice. He's just wrecked by <laughs> Really far away. DJing. You just go, DJ Fresh, are you coming? There's like a pause and he goes, no. <laughs> From the horizon. No, thank you. I'm all right. But I think James dealt with this. Um, Terribly. Well, yeah, but you sort of shouted and um, were just sort of really angry and really sort of despondent. Um, it was amongst the angriest I've ever seen you, actually. Do you think? It was top I've, 10. Ooh, I've seen him angry. Like, no, it was, I've, no, I've, I've seen him angry. I've seen him angry. Seen angry. Old it was top 10. Like, it was number 9 or 10. It was like the total... <laughs> yeah. It was Black like... Black Mojo's top 10 James yeah. <laughs> angry moments. We, we, we've all seen James Boston angry, but here are top 10 moments of James being it, angry. It was like, you number know, 10. when they're doing like the countdown and they put like a really populist one in at number 10 because they couldn't leave it yeah. out. Exactly. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the inclusion. It'd be there in there at number 10 um, because it's a, it's a popular one. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, James was very angry and he was sort of shouting and swearing and sort of just muttering under your breath like 
within a few minutes. Just um, throwing every insult yeah. I possibly could at DJ. Flash. I decided to do the mature thing and send him a tweet directly on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> From the Verbal Discharge. From the Verbal Discharge account. Yes. At Verbal Radio. At Verbal Radio. If you want to um, so I wrote, I took a photo initially of the empty thing and I told James to go and stand in thinking like, if you sit there looking sad or something, I can send it. So it's like, it's like an NSPCC appeal. Like, look at this disappointed child. But it's James raising middle finger and thought, yes, that's better. So I said that to you. He looked more like he's shaking his fist. Yeah, you can't really, you can't really see the finger. You look look like, oh, DJ Fresh, I'll get you. You've got to really look into that image. In other words, you've got to do your research. (laughs) (laughs) So DJ Fresh saw this tweet, and apparently, I discovered today, he saw it just before he went on stage. Well, literally just before. Apparently, he saw it. Yeah, just before. That was the last thing. He checked his phone before he went on. He saw that message on Twitter. He actually did it when he was. Oh wow! Yeah, he was actually on stage. He's like, he got on stage. He got through the curtains. He's like waving to everyone. He just checked. He's like, wait a second. Apparently, like we spoke to one of the guys who was organising the event, um, who said that basically he was not in a good mood any of the time and like they sort of went up and they wanted to do like video of him entering the um, entering the University of Derby Student Union where he's playing now he had number one a few years ago oh no how the mighty fallen <laughs> so, so, um, so what you're saying Robbie is that his career stagnated so it's it, his, his whole ben. thing is Ben are is, you, are you sure you want to do this is, uh, are his, you sure is his, his rotting so <laughs> he is, is no longer no longer is he um, of a high um, quality and um, yeah, that's all. <laughs> um, no, so apparently they they wanted to film him coming in, and he sort of went, no, there's no cameras, no cameras, and he was apparently just miserable the entire time to everyone. Uh, and apparently, sort of having done my research, uh, apparently he's like that generally and has been for a few years. Yeah, uh, he's just horrible to people. So I sent him this tweet, and he sent a reply. What did the reply say? It said, "Dude, do your research." And we retweeted that, and we're now claiming that as our own. I mean, it, 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 it's so strange because I did do the research, and I wondered what happened to his twin. I mean, like when I last saw the Matrix too. Um... <laughs> I mean, it was it was annoying. Like not only because a had had, had been doing like I, I, I stayed up until sort of really really early o'clock the morning after trying to make sure that we had everything up to snuff with this interview. We had all the facts. We could actually get an interesting conversation out of him. Um, such as one interesting thing, by the way, uh, I think I'd like to talk about. Um, this is some research you did on your DJ Fresh, if you're listening. Um, so you've, you've spoken previously about how you think that people shouldn't um, pirate music, people shouldn't uh, take from artistry, and the people that built those things who perhaps deserve payment. But obviously, a lot of your early career started on pirate radio stations, and you started pirating games at quite a young age for the Commodore Amiga and Atari ST. So who are you to give anyone... <laughs> Any opinions on what they should be I, doing? I hope everyone's career is held to account by what they did on a Commodore 64. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, everyone's going to find out that I said I was over 18 on that site on a, on, with, with a splash page which says come on in, but come spot C O I hope I, the politicians' careers are ruined by what they did on Sim City when they were 12. So I'm sorry, um, thank you for coming to this, this hearing, um, Mr. Blair. <laughs> Um, now obviously, you've got a lot of uh, terrible history with the, the also obviously the Chilcot Inquiry, bringing a lot of things to light with what you did uh, in the Iraq War, quite unjustly and illegally. No, just... But we think the main thing we want to mention is that when you were playing Oregon Trail on the Commodore 64, <laughs> you named the father Butz. <laughs> Could you, have you got anything to say in your defence? Now, 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 Mr. Blair, that's uh, that's nowhere near mature and um, and like nowhere near setting the the behaviour expected of a prime minister. But no, the, they, how big would you like your cell to be? <laughs> they just found a receipt he bought Total Warp. There. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Satire. Take that. Um, no, DJ Fresh sent us that tweet saying, do your research. No, I did my research. He got paid five grand for that night. He played for just over an that's, hour. That's less just than Connor Maynard. Mm. That's less than Lethal Bizzle. That's, that's less than Danny Howard, five, who has less followers than Five him. grand. He did 45 minutes. It's an interesting one as well because it wasn't like he was. It, it wasn't a particularly strenuous performance. It no. wasn't like he was really going for it in those forty-five minutes. I mean, me and Robbie were stood at the back when he uh, when he started. Mm. Obviously, we didn't stay because at this point we were just in a blind rage. Yeah. Well, at least I was. Robbie was keeping his cool, like, and sort of. I, th- I think. I think because I, be, like, because you'd sent the tweet. I'm like the Hulk. I'm just always angry. So he never <laughs> shows. 
But um, no, we, we were sat watching him start his set uh, in a bit of a fury, and he, he wasn't really doing much. He was pretty much just stood no. behind the podium, pressing play on iTunes, and there was an MC at the front doing all the work. Yeah, yeah. he had this little, like, monkey boy stood out front who was just shouting, Come on, then, everyone wave your arms in the air! When I shout DJ, you shout fresh! DJ! <laughs> Is this... Is this um, <laughs> Jebel Steinfeld? <laughs> Why? Can you believe it? It's here. We're commentating on the sports with DJ Fresh. Can you believe it? DJ Fresh is doing the shot put. Oh, it looks like he didn't do his research. Yeah. He's accidentally throwing the pole vault. Also, just to say, um, DJ Fresh, if you and your, uh, your legal team are listening to this and you don't know who Jebel Steinfeld is, maybe you should, you know, listen back to some old episodes. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you should do your research. <laughs> should we introduce ourselves? Yeah, we probably uh, should, actually. 15 minutes in. We should probably introduce ourselves. Um, hi, I'm James. This week I was made furious by a DJ not turning up to our interview. Hello, my name's Ben, and my DJ name is DJ Flesh. Light. No, it's just DJ. Yeah, it's just DJ Flesh because um, I'm actually the the in-house DJ of a, um, a sex toy shop. Hi, my name's Jordan, and um, my DJ name is is DJ Half a Screw Loose. Nipples. Are you, what half a screw loose nipples? Is that like a like sort of a, like a robot erotica? No, it's all hyper hyper. Like, yeah, I like the thought that um, you were in your screw loose and you got married. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he was like a double barrel one. And then it's upon Trent. DJ nipples. Um, hello, <laughs> nipples upon Trent. <laughs> D- DJ half a screw loose nipples upon Trent. Isn't that Herefordshire? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, hello, my name's Robbie, and this week I did my research after last week's show by watching ET. Oh, hey! I've now seen E.T. I watched E.T. on Sunday, and do you know what? I was not expecting a bit where E.T. gets smashed in the tits. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know what? I'd forgotten that was a feature in the Remember how you predicted last time and how that came true about how E.T. fucked Elliot's (laughs) mum? You joke, but I couldn't get that image out of my head the entire way through. I kept like just occasionally I just like remember every ten minutes and I just so it's like, coming you're just like oh it's, it's, it's like yeah I have to face it like oh no I'm enjoying this but E.T. is going to fuck Elliot's mum at any point in this film in other words E.T. bone moan <laughs> what <laughs> also, yeah, I always figured that E.T. had a phone in his brain and so half of my predictions were about E.T. having a phone a brain in his the phone in his oh, brain. Oh, what? And there was going to be a big twist when he'd been phoning home the entire time. <laughs> and the, yeah. the aliens came down and were horrified no, at how I he'd been treated. Like, a, like, all right, all right, lads, I'm just phoning home. Like, is that all right? I'm just going to step into the next room. In, in, in a, in, <laughs> you know, like quite early on when like, you, you, you see him walking through the woods and it's like sort of glowing and you see, yeah. like, see some of the weird glowy silhouette. That used to freak me the fuck <laughs> out. That used to like, honestly terrify me as a child. It was the voice I, that did it for me. Yeah. The voice yeah, it's, 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 it's the voice that a weird red like stumpy glowing goblin that walking through. And the bit as well when like, I think it's when Elliot's like walking through the house and he's not sure if E.T.'s there and you just hear E.T.'s breathing. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! That horrible rest oh. E.T.'s scream. Oh, he's fucking oh, screaming! Yeah. That used to get me so bad. It's like, like, ah! <laughs> shit! It's such a fucking horrifying film! The thing that's about the film. Are you alright there, Ben? There was two Jordan's alien scream. <laughs> there were there were two things that disturbed me most about the film. There was one was the Elliot Black's up at one point as well um, during the Halloween sequence. He's very clearly in blackface. Um, I have no memory of that. Is that a thing? Yeah, I sort of skip, what, and I think it's more like just black makeup. It's, boot, it's not intended. Oh, it's to not be, boot polish, but it still looks like he's blacked up. For like, there's a shot in particular that looks like he's blacked up, uh, which is alarming. Um, and then there's I heard it. Um, no, you you don't know. You don't understand that reference. Um, never mind. Viewers <laughs> of an upcoming project will understand. So the other thing, the other thing that really disturbed me about ET was that was ET's walk because it's all yeah. sort of yeah. hobbles. But the worrying thing was, I used to fancy a girl. It's fancy ET. Just like her. <laughs> and I suddenly she, had this she, moment. Had, she had a really long neck and she screamed like. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get the image of her being E.T. out of my head. You had to learn your house of racist pieces. <laughs> <laughs> and then she fucked your mum. It wasn't just a black face, I didn't know. Oh, that 
guys, that is an image. That is an image. Robbie luring E.T. into his house. <laughs> I'm sorry, Robbie. I'm sure those memories are very dear to you. <laughs> As rest of the film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also they nicked the ending of Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe it. Yeah, that, that, was, that was really good. When Sigourney Weaver turns up. And I should have seen a bit where E.T. has a face-off with a dog coming. That seems obvious in hindsight, but never mind. Yeah. Um, Wait, there's a coming dog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not Pokemon. Wait, what, what do you mean? What did you mean? Do you remember the freestyle between <laughs> um, E.T. and the dog? <laughs> E.T. has to fight it off. He has to use his, like, telekinesis to pretty much catch the cum in midair. Where's the prize, though? And then, like, sort of, sort of manipulate it into, like, a big floating ball and firing it, fire it back up at the dog. So it splashed up in his face. It panics and runs away again. <laughs> Where's Baker Street when you need it, eh? <laughs> Then E.T. fucks the dog's mum. Robbie, how do you feel um, that E.T. is in the same universe as Star Wars? But at the same time, there's loads of Star Wars merchandising. I know, it's really weird, but like in the ep- in the background episode one in the Senate, uh, one of the there's little Senate booths, I've got, got a really bunch of E.T.'s race. Yeah. Oh, and I was right as well on the... I predicted there'd be a swear word that all parents forget. Yes, at one stage, Elliot says, shut it, penis breath. Does <laughs> he? Yeah. Who does he refer to as penis breath? I think his brother. E.T. He's like really early on the film, he's like, shut it, penis breath. Whoa. Speaking of penis breath, you know how E.T.'s got a really long throat? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Do you think? <laughs> when, when the dog comes in. Well, we didn't. <laughs> we haven't yet mentioned could do dogs, the horse. Could do horses, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was going to say, have you seen the, uh, seen the scene in the straight-to-videotape sequel where... E.T. deep throws a horse. <laughs> it's like one of those intro videos you get on porn. And what's your name? E.T. What's e. your special time? I can deep throw a horse. No, but is this your first porn video? The intro video is like, for more videos like this, visit etporn.com. Yeah. And it's, it's, like, it's like a sexy lady E.T. lying on a bed. And then it goes to the actual intro. E.T. E. is basically just an intergalactic flashlight. Oh. <laughs> he, just, he just goes from planet to planet round. Bigger aliens just fuck him. And then, <laughs> and, then, and then finally arrived on Earth where it didn't happen. He's surprised. Do you think that's like, actually, fan theory, why he gets so weak in like the final third of the film? Because <laughs> he hasn't been fucked, he by, hasn't, he hasn't been fucked by, a, by a, a new species. <laughs> that's how his entire species so survives. It's how they would work. Ellie's a few years older, just really holding. <laughs> I, I, I like to, I like to think DJ Fresh is like listen to this like just like hearing this is like really angry and is like, like Ryan would do a legal thing right now and he's, he's, he's left on in the background he's like he's, he's forgot to switch it off and he's got the bit about ET deep throating aliens <laughs> and, and he stops and he just goes wait these guys are okay I think I think the uh, the most tragic thing about the entire DJ Fresh incident is that he could be reduced to such bitter bitter feelings by two people who were there on the mm. night or four people who think that making jokes about E.T. being fucked by horses <laughs> is a good idea or is a good sort of bit of comedy. What does that say? What does that say? The thing is, like, if you're, if you're a famous person who's had number ones, even if you are now playing the University of Derby Student Union, <laughs> um, then you, you rise above it. You don't have to reply to us. No, We're dating you. We're well, deliberately looking for a response. And the you. fact that he then proceeded to kick up so much of a fuss with all of yes. his team and with the University of Derby Students Union he, purely he, because he couldn't handle one comment on Twitter he, saying you didn't turn up to an interview you'd agree to. I've told you this. I haven't told just sort of the... Oh. Um, the student... Yeah. E, uh, E.T. <laughs> E.T.'s agent. DJ <laughs> Fred's agent. E.T. was supposed to have an interview with us. <laughs> Not intercourse. Interview. Um... <laughs> DJ Fresh complained to his agent, and his agent then complained to the student union, and they're now threatening to never let him book another one of their um, individuals again because we sent an angry tweet about him pulling out of an interview. Which on the one hand, maybe there's a world, there's a school of thought that we shouldn't have done it. Maybe there's another that he could have just shown common sense and decency. Um, but there you go. Guys, let's focus on what really matters here. E.T. Get, e. gets your terrestrial. <laughs> do you think T.J. Fresh has ever received criticism or do you think his agents hide it from him and we just luckily slipped it in before they had a chance to kind of dox his Twitter? He must dox. have received criticism. He went to university to do a business consultation, did my research, um, <laughs> and then he dropped out in his first year and used all this student loan to buy uh, his first set of DJ decks. Um well, that was a bad idea. So, so yeah, so he probably got criticised quite heavily when he did that. 
Um, maybe DJ Fresh. You would have been more successful if you went into business consultation. Who would have known? Never mind. Instead of yeah. being the DJ at the business parties, you could have been the business man. You could have been the person everyone's there to see instead of just the entertainment that everyone forgets. Uh, Robbie, what else, what, what else did you did you recognise about ET when you saw ET? <laughs> um, trying to save this. <laughs> there was. You know what I wasn't expecting as well? DJ Fresh to appear in it. Damn it! An alien. The alien surprised me. Um, yeah. The fact there was an alien, he was brown. I wouldn't uh, anticipate that, would you? Little funny guy, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a surprise. Um, oh, and there was no microchip space camel. Yeah. And no, yeah. no best friend called Jimmy from the Bronx. <laughs> hey, ET, go over here. Hey, ET, what you trying to phone home for? ET, I got myself a car phone. Hey, D, ET, get that big dick sucking throat over here. <laughs> I got some guys over. <laughs> hey, ET, why don't you come meet my friend? He's called Big Dick McHorse. He's really excited to meet you. Robbie, um, yeah. You've got a laptop. Can you search ET Rule 34 to see all the artistic interpretations of ET's penis? Squave, 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 squave. Hey guys, did we watch the Trump inauguration? Yes. You're therefore unlike people actually in the place. Oh. Because no one, no, wait, no, no, sorry, a million and a half people turned up. <laughs> a million and a half people turned up. I see what's going um, on. Oh, which is, is this? This is an alternate fact. Oh, uh, did we? Did we? Yes. Yeah. We, I, I, I watched the bit when Richard Spencer got punched in the head. It was really funny. Mm. That was pretty it's funny. Made me chuckle. I think what what you're talking about here, isn't it? Is um, was it um, Trump's press manager yeah. or press secretary referred to quite a blatant lie? about how many people were at the inauguration as an alternative fact. Yes, this is an alternative fact, mm. which is now a thing. We now yeah. in politics have alternative facts. Not just that, but we also have a state of political climate and, and mm. news climate known as post-truth. Yeah. Which yeah. is bizarre. Post-truth. Post-truth, current Trump. Yeah, which is uh, it's, it's very strange because previously I thought alternative facts was um, was the way um, staff, no. at, st- st- staff at Pulp sent each other important documents. Ben? I've always loved your post-humor, Ben. <laughs> yeah. Post- post-irony. Ben's post-humor is very post-ironic. But no, it's, a, it's an interesting one, obviously, like this whole post-truth era. In the last election cycle, so in this recent um, US presidential election, more fake news stories were shared on social media than actual truthful fake ones. Fake news. Mm. Sad. Because people, obviously, people, people Sad. don't take the time to fact-check things. They just see, oh, this is a story that supports my views. I'll just share it on Facebook. This, this is also mm. an interesting thing, uh, I stumbled across um, somebody sharing a. All it was was a. It wasn't even. It's not a news article. I will not call it that. It was an article on a website mm. that had a picture of Donald Trump surrounded by civilian police in camouflage about the military pay, pay raise America had. Yeah. Okay. That happened last year under Obama's government, mm. but they just slapped a picture of Trump on it yes. and everyone was sharing it saying, oh, Trump's done this for the army and nobody else has ever done this for the army, even though it was under Obama's government. So it just, It's just a okay, sad, sad state of the way things are. It all sort of hit ahead. I mean, obviously last week was pretty fantastic in calling the phrase alternate facts. Mm-hmm. But for me, when Michael Gove says, I think people in this country are sick of experts. Yeah. Before the Brexit vote. But, no, actually. Or maybe we are. That's why you got two cabinet positions you weren't qualified for. But there we go. Hey. I, so I did my research um, and I looked up some alternative facts. Um, so I looked up some alternative facts about DJ Fresh when I was doing my research. Okay, um, nice. Do we want some alternative facts about DJ Fresh? Oh, well, yeah, we, we do. love some. Number one, DJ Fresh drew the biggest crowd ever for a gig at the University of Derby Student Union Bar. He had a million to a million and a half people. There was there was really huge. Lots of people say so. Um, he, he knows. He saw it himself. He stood up there Trumpisms. on the blimp, and he stood there, and it almost rained, but it didn't. It held off. It was like God didn't want to wee on him, and he thought, "There's way more here than there was for President Danny Howard. I mean, Danny Howard, DJ Danny Howard, superstar DJ Danny Howard. Way, way more. There was way more people there than there was for Danny Howard. Or for Vice President Lethal Bizzle. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine Leaf Bizzle, Lethal Bizzle and Joe Biden shaking hands? Well, I suppose he's got a lot of songs that would be helpful in situations. So, uh, Mr. Bizzle, what is it that you think about the growing obesity levels um, in our schools what, with, amongst our children? How do you think people should uh, should address oh, this? Boy. Wobble. 
going to the gym. But, uh, <laughs> which is the best song ever. Uh, yeah, so we do wobble, just gyrate them. You, just, you pick up the fatties and you shake the fat off them until it falls off. Eat more carrots. You do realise that that's like a, that was actually sold as a thing. Shake, like shake yeah. Oh yeah, I've seen one machines where you stand up you. and it like covers you in straps no, and it just jostles uh, you. Like yeah. a, it's like, like a, Mr. Bizzle, um, how how do you think you can bring industry back to this country? And he goes, "Man's going to pump some steel." Number two, DJ Fresh loves to bake, but even more than that, he loves aprons. Aprons, he told Enemy in 2008, are so cool. I think they connect us with our previous lives and are the key to time travel. He also likes guns. Number three, DJ Fresh loves giving interviews. DJ Fresh loves giving interviews almost as much as he loves his life. But unfortunately, he cancelled the interview was due to confirm this. So it's all speculation. Um, number four, when not busy being a superstar DJ who is undoubtedly still on top of his game, DJ Fresh loves to lick horse balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, some, some recurring thematic elements throughout this episode. Yeah. Oh, I, see, the thing is, I wrote this on a train yesterday, not expecting us to talk about licking horse balls. Um, <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that just a, an indication of how predictable our collective psyches are? He, he doesn't care about, care about the colour of the horse or whether they give him consent. He would just walk up to them and play it. Fresh slap of sensual mouth skin to the horse's testicles. Fresh slap of sensual mouth Robbie, you know how we've uh, we've referred to previous episodes as the something is so like the, the episode when it was just you is Robbie sode. Yeah, okay. Um, the episode um, where we did the, the punk radio is a punk sode. Yeah, I like to think of this, this one as the horse cock is sode. <laughs> <laughs> That's the episode title. Um, DJ's fresh meaty flesh. <laughs> D- <laughs> <laughs> he won. Um, yeah, DJ Fresh wants a, a rambunctious football match. Fresh meaty horse research. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wasn't, wasn't there a scandal about how, uh, how uh, his supposedly DJ Fresh meat was actually uh, fresh horse meat? <laughs> that's good, that's good, that's good. That was, I mean, a few years out of date. But, um, you say that, there was a thing on the cover of the Daily Star today. And Daily Star is news, so there we go. Um, <laughs> it's alternative news. <laughs> so that brings us right back. DJ Fresh was once at a rambunctious football match, and he licked the balls of the police horse that was there. Um, <laughs> but then the worst bit is, the police horse went up to DJ Fresh, and it whispered in his ear, and it said, Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> They're now happily married and have three kids, uh, who are called Hooves, Hoops Fresh, uh, Barney, and DJ Junior. Wait, did you just say three kids and then give four names? <laughs> no, I said one name twice. They're Hooves Fresh, Barney Fresh, and DJ Junior Fresh. Oh, right. I thought you said Hooves, comma, Hooves Fresh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a double-barreled four name. <laughs> no, that sounds like... Hooves so like, Fresh. It's like flavours of Coke, isn't it? Like they do original. Who's original? Who's original? Who's vanilla? I also like how you've, you've, you've named the horse and DJ Fresh's child after a physical attribute of, um, of, of one of the parents. It's like having a child called white hair or micro penis. <laughs> saying DJ Fresh is a micro penis. I'm right that one again. Down. I, I was gonna, I, I was more thinking of like how it worked when you, when you were when you create weapons in Fallout Four, when it's like fiery automatic hardened DJ Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. A wine columnist for the Sunday Times, DJ Fresh wrote his most recent column, wrote in his most recent column, this wine has aged like a fine wine, with an aroma that has a real hint of wine. <laughs> and kick back the truly tastes of wine. A red red wine colour that is very reminiscent of red wine. Yeah. And an aftertaste that reminds me of sweaty horse balls. You know what reminds me of wine? What? DJ Fresh's Twitter feed? Because he's whining. 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 (laughs) Who do you think his um, favourite dead, deceased, late and great R&B singer is? Should we not do this? Amy Winehouse. (laughs) Who do you think his favourite mispronounced (laughs) six second? (laughs) No, No, let's move on. Edit this out. Edit this out. Let's move on. I am a wine star. (laughs) (laughs) Do I'm not a wine star. Uh, DJ Six. No, DJ Fresh. I'm a fresh chose... star. Number six, DJ Fresh. 
That's it. Bowie died, and all we've got to fill a gap is DJ Fresh. Brilliant. Um, number six, DJ, DJ Fresh. DJ Fresh, Prince of Horse Balls. <laughs> DJ Fresh once chose... DJ Fresh chose his DJ name after playing with word magnets on his uncle's fridge. Um, number seven, DJ Fresh is not made of leather and has multiple emotions. That's an alternate fact, not a real fact. That's made up. Um, DJ Fresh is definitely not made of leather and has multiple emotions. Uh, by which I mean DJ Fresh looks like he's made of leather because he's just aged so wearily and he only has one emotion which is just slightly miffed Um, those are my alternative (laughs) DJ Fresh facts he always goes around like (laughs) 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 they were beautiful DJ Fresh facts Robin thank you so it's okay I I enjoyed the inclusion of so much uh, horse genitals in them yeah Yeah. they were supposed to be like they were supposed to be like a big gag where I'd go like look at this I'm building up to it I'm not talking about anything daft then oh horse balls um, but we've spent so long in the episode talking about horse balls it kind of ruined the joke you know you know, you know, you know what else is a big gag <laughs> DJ Fresh running up to the base of the horse guy <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do, you know, do you know do you know how I know that because I did my research on Pornhub dude you did your research Jeremy also had a song called Dude <laughs> Lethal Biz good Good link. <laughs> Good trivia. Um, Good trivia. Yeah, nice trivia. Awesome. Nice trivia, James. No, that was, that was fucking... I can't remember. That, that was, it it, it flowed together in my head. You know how he said, Dude! And then there's a bit more in the song. Yeah. Dude! Where's my car? Dude! Do you research? Dude! You ain't that dude! You do your research. You ain't that dude! Do your research. You ain't that dude! I'll try to do my research. <laughs> you ain't that dude! Because yeah, I did my research. You ain't that dude! Not from you ain't that dude! Not from you ain't that dude! Well, 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 welcome back to Verbal Dit. It's Charge, where we will have a live show next month from now. It will be called Oscar Baiting with Verbal Discharge. And the picture is for Jason Statham's covered in gold from a really low effort Photoshop ended. And there will be. Oscar-related things because it's close to Oscar season. The Verbal Discharge team will be giving their opinions of the nominations and also showing some short films of their own. Who will the Statham Awards go to? Why not find out next month at... Oscar Baiting. Oscar Baiting. And on February the... 22nd. 22nd at the quad in Derby. £5 on the door, I think. You are officially more talented than DJ Fresh. <laughs> to be fair, if you just like picked your nose, you would be as well. Yeah, not difficult, not no. difficult. All you've really got to do to be more talented than DJ Fresh is exactly. <laughs> yeah, all you've got to do is like. That's me dropping a sample. <laughs> if you can raise your hand above your of, head, of a melee, you're more melee. talented than DJ Fresh. So, can't, can't he do that? Was there, it, is he like John McCain where like, since he's like a prisoner of war he can't no, he can just raise about, his arms anymore he thinks it's an achievement to press play on an iPod like that's sort of the highest his arm can reach um, but there we go that sounds like a making for disabilities that's that, that doesn't even necessarily require an arm you could do that with a thumb I imagine, I imagine like, it's, it's like his a, nose someone, someone's like, like oh lift your hands in the air and he tries to do it and he's like the Boris Karloff Frankenstein his like, arms are set out in front of him <laughs> um, and he's it, it, grown in frustration uh, but also because he's slightly miffed so he's walking around with his arms out Going, oh, so oh, do do your research. <laughs> the Oscar nomination. I did my research ahead of the live show, oh, and God. the Oscar nominations have been announced this week. Hey, and do you know what? La La Land's up for fourteen awards. Moonlight's up for a whole bunch, That's, and uh, it's quite a few. Uh, fourteen. Yeah, uh, Greta Gerwig isn't up for one, despite being two films that are nominated, which is disappointing. But there we go. Oh, wow. uh, you have to be realistic. Amy Adams isn't, despite giving a fantastic performance in the best one last year. But there you go. Um, which was Arrival. Ah, um, of course. Um, however, there's another film that has been snubbed, um, mm. partly because it isn't out yet, but coming out on the 20th of October 2017 is the film that will surely win Best Picture next year. What? This film is called Geostorm. Yeah. Are any of you aware of the film Geostorm? No. no. Is this the one about the gerbils? That... No, no, that's G-Force. That was, yeah, that's they, sorry, and yeah. they were guinea pigs, goddammit. Oh, sorry. So... Geo Geostorm, which I've recently I recently became aware of, stars Gerard Butler, mm-hmm. um, who I don't think he's ever been in a good film, like a genuinely good film. 
I really like 300 Brass yeah. 13. 300's, yeah, but it's kind of like so bad. And he gave good. his voice to How to Train Your Dragon, which is oh, okay, pretty good. Fair yeah, enough, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Okay, he hasn't physically appeared in a good film. <laughs> hey, what, um, what about The Bounty Hunter with Jennifer Aniston? I was about to say that one. No. Is that a good film? That, no, that's, it's not. That's, um, that's honestly the only other film I can think of with Joe Butler that isn't 300. What about the one where he's, God's he's trying to give uh, dating advice? No, that's the um, only thing I, think I can think of, James, not. Oh right, okay, okay. I, I'm just but saying. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're thinking of it. I'm just trying to pull memories from get the fucking of, get subconscious. Get out of my mind, James. Like I'm gonna, so, I'm gonna go down in there. I'm gonna find. Don't. Down, I'm gonna find Gerard don't. Butler. I'm gonna paint the walls of your don't. brain with Gerard Butler. So the film stars Gerard Butler, Ed Harris, who's great little American character actor. He was okay. in the Truman Show. Um, oh okay. Oh, that he was an enemy at the gates. Yeah. Oh. He's he's a really good sort of talented actor. Andy Garcia's in it. Abby Cornish is in it. Robert Sheehan's in it. Basically, a bunch of people who are okay, but clearly need the cash. And the plot of Geostorm mm-hmm. is as follows. I'm ready to be amazed. 20 children as... in a geography class, and there's a yeah. storm, and they have to colour in a storm. <laughs> That's it. That's I'm colouring up a storm. Adapted, a geostorm. Adapted from one of my year 12 geography lessons. Um, <laughs> Pass me the gel pen. <laughs> based on a real geography lesson. Um, oh no! The, the highlight has gone over some uh, over some like quite fresh black pen, and now the highlight is ruined. Now every time I try and highlight something, it becomes slightly darker, and, it's, and, and, and the lines are, like don't look very nice anymore. Are you reliving some traumatic memories? Yes. There, ben? I was going to say they they say you can't make a story without conflict. <laughs> there is your conflict. When um, I was a child, I used to colour outside the lines. Swamp man. <laughs> He's a, He's a good colourer, but he colours outside the lines. But he's the best we've got. You're a loose crayon. <laughs> I want you off the page. <laughs> I want you out the box, Crayola. <laughs> hand in your crayons and your box. <laughs> um, and he, like, like, the crayon goes next to a river and he's like, ugh. And he, but like, he throws away a pencil but sharp. He goes to colouring <laughs> the paintings on his own, in his own time. Now, now he's no longer on the crayons. Now there's nothing to hold him back. So, let me like, let me ask you something. How many red crayons have you ever seen in this box? None of them. And all he does is just colour outside the lines. And the further into it, uh, the further into the film you get, the more the colour grade just degrades. <laughs> and by like the entire final act is completely imperceivable. It's like really. <laughs> that's 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 what I mean. I mean, no, we've done Lego film. Uh, gotta help us with doing the emoji film. Yeah. Why don't they well do the crayon film? Yeah. yeah. Which is a fucking Kubrickian art we, house masterpiece. We should be commissioned to do it. Yeah, he gives we us, should put a bed in. Yeah, he gives his life to the art, and eventually he 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 crayons himself away because he's just got nothing left to give. He he was it who told me that we should make um, like in the vein of a Lego movie, do the Play Doh movie, where it's like a, just a really avant garde film of just like shapes moving around and like just like three dimensional shapes like <laughs> turning into other shapes, and it's like completely silent. Should I read the plot of Geostorm? Yes, yes. yes. Sorry, so, yeah. The plot of Geostorm is, and this is a real plot of a real film written by adults. As a man heads into space to prevent climate controlling satellites from creating a storm of epic proportions. Who, so, who, who is doing this? Gerard Butler um, is heading into space to stop satellites that control the weather from creating a storm. Who's controlling the satellites that control the weather? The government. The satellites themselves. They're self controlling. Well, they're just rogue satellites that decided to make a storm. Yeah. Or actually, no. Um, oh boy! The, I'm reading the longer synopsis, and apparently, the do you know what the, the system that controls all the weather is called? Harp. The Dutch Boy Program. The Dutch Boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah she well, goes, I'm imagining like, um, oh, Ger- Gerard Butler's on the satellite mothership, and a projection of a little Dutch boy appears, <laughs> clapping his fucking clogs, <laughs> <laughs> eating all of his fine cheese. You've, you've come this far, Gerard. Turns, turns into a survival horror where all he does is run away from the sound of clogs. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a little little mutant boy from Resident Evil Four. Yeah. Like, like, when he finally goes against me, he turns to a giant. Zombie centipede, and it's you like just the hear the clogs Do- constantly getting closer. It's like the episode of Doctor Who where they discovered that the planet was inside the little girl's head all along. It's just inside oh. this little Dutch boy. Um, Welcome no, so to the Netherlands. I'm gonna, <laughs> we have progressive political policies and lots of windmills. I'm going to read the full synopsis again. Right. As a man heads into space to prevent his climate controlling satellites from creating a storm of epic proportions, his brother discovers a plot to assassinate the president. Where the fuck did that come are they, from? Are, they, are these two different films? No, this is one film. Okay. If actually like the B plot, it doesn't even come together at all. So, just... 
<laughs> I want to do. So has he got to sort both out? I thought no. His brother has to sort that out. His brother, who's got <laughs> this, is two separate films. Yeah, but it's one film. This is Geostorm. But um, it's have two separate stories that have to come together right at the end. It's like, hey, Jared, what are you up to? I've just uh, I've I've stopped some um, some satellites from controlling the weather. What have you done? I thought a plot to um, to uh, kill a president. Oh, cool. And the credits just roll. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, forget 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 back home. We both come and have the same time. We go. At the same time as speaking in unison, like, what a day. I've never realised you're the one set, like, what have you done? I remember saying that at the same time. Like, oh, oh no, like, you first, you first. And they get matching shirts. <laughs> so I thought that this is clearly a front runner to win Best Picture and the Oscars next year. And I thought, do you know what? I quite like an Oscar, to be honest. So could we beat them to the punch and do the entire film right now? Yes. Uh, we don't We don't have a script, but probably neither do they, so that's okay. Um... So I wondered whether I don't know if we can divide up roles now. If yeah. Can I be Gerard, Gerard Butler? Butler? Yeah. So James Gerard Butler. I say that only because I can do a Scottish accent. <laughs> Who wants to be Gerard Butler's brother? Me. Okay. Um, so Ben's his brother, um, and I feel like one of us should be the Dutch boy, <laughs> and another Dutch one of us should be the president, and I'll be the president. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and let's, let's work this out from here. So, opening scene: Gerard Butler and his brother. Gerard Butler's about to go into space. Geostorm. You're Eatly, my Ger- you're Gerard Butler's brother. I am. Yeah, sorry, that, is, that doesn't seem like Gerard Butler's brother. Sorry, I've got a problem with my throat. Is it cancer? <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm really sorry about that. That's, it's that's, a, still. that's, that's a rough. But that's a, unfortunately, that's a C plot. <laughs> What's but that? We, we need to get through the A and B plots first. I'm the A plot! Oh, that means I have to be the B plot. Why am I always a second one to you, brother? You're the Luigi to my Mario. <laughs> but what? I'm older than you! What's that? The TV's turned on. Um, oh, by itself! What's this? Oh, no, brother! It's the news broadcasting! Oh, I'm the President of the United States. Oh, God, it's the President of the United States! What's he gonna say? <laughs> it's me! President, President, and I am here to talk to you about presidenting. Now, as we know, the economy has recently been money. Gerard, but... I've just got a text. It says someone's going to kill the president. What number is it from? It's from withheld. What <laughs> shit? We've got to trust this number. This is definitely safe intel, Gerard's brother. But the news it's, is it's the a, news. It's a credible source. Is also at the same time false. Now, now back from the studio to our correspondent in Denmark. The sound of clogging comes down <laughs> from space. No, Gerard, Gerard's brother, can you hear that? Getting closer. I am the program. <laughs> <laughs> I have to touch my program. I got oh, to no. A little, a little robot Dutch demigod has flown down and revealed himself to to, to yourself, Gerard, and me, Gerard's brother. You're not going to die, but but I'll, I'll leave that to you, Gerard, because I got to get on with this uh, this president yes. assassination. Yes. Gerard, Gerard, this is me, not another president. I'm the leader of NASA. Uh, yeah, you've got to go. Who assigned you another role? You've got to, you've got to, you've got to just go in the rocket now and just go, mate. All right. Well, I wish you luck, Gerard's brother. I'll, I'll be seeing you at the end of this one, probably. But the Dutch boy's right here. What are you doing? What do you say we make it a nice, tidy sixty-five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a feature-length film. I can do it. All right. We'll see. Ya. What's the budget on this? Uh what's the budget, Mister NASA? Uh, it's about. Do you have the IMDb page up? We've got about like thirty quid. <laughs> and I, I'm sorry to say, Gerard's brother, that this one's been plagued with production issues. <laughs> we'll meet you back here for Apes and Tatties. Aye, I'll see you on the straight to DVD release. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> scene change. So, next scene, Gerard Butler is heading into space. Oh, right, this is a sure is a fucking difficult rocket. Oh, it's not very comfy. Can I adjust the seat? Oh, I've got the, the comms button here. Let me contact Mr. and Mrs. NASA. Hello, is this Mr. and Mrs. NASA? Hello, it's me, Mrs. NASA. Hello, Mrs. NASA. Thank you for having me round last night. Flashback sequence. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me round, Mrs. NASA. Oh, it's okay. Boy, your coat looks really heavy. Cut back to the present. <laughs> <laughs> I say, I really 
the size of your coat. Wait, wait, Mr. <laughs> and, Mr. and Mrs. Nasser, that's enough innuendo. Why don't you say we get my big steel ship and shoot it up into your stratosphere? <laughs> yes, I think that would be a good idea. But at the moment, we've got a Dutch boy round on, on work experience. No, Mrs. and Mrs. Nasser! <laughs> get out of there! Just... Can you hear that Dutch boy? That joint looks loose! <laughs> Oh no, the com line's gone dead. I guess I'm on my own. Well, I better ignite the ignition sequence. Looks like I, Gerard Butler, I'm going into space on my own. Meanwhile, back with Mrs. Nasser. Okay, to answer it. Back with Mrs. Nasser. Okay, fine. <laughs> it's like I was going to set up like a, a cutaway joke, but I feel like I've given it too big. Up. Okay, cutaway. The sort of quick cutaway to okay, Mister McFarlane. What do you do? A cutaway like, gag. Oh no! Looks like Gerald's in space. I won't be seeing him for a while. Just as well you're here, E.T. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <a good>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the horse. Alright, well, it looks like when you left me last, my phone was ringing. I'll just pick it up now. Hello, it's me, Gerald Butler. I'm just igniting the ignition sequence. I can't believe you didn't answer about your phone to your own brother, Gerard. I'm sorry, I was being distracted by Mrs. Nasser and a Dutch boy, E.T., and also a horse. Anyway, how's it going? I miss you. Hey, right, well, I mean, it's the corner on the other line. Oh, I'm sorry, Gerard's brother. I'm, I'm going to have to leave you. Every time. Why don't you spend any more time with me? It's because I don't love you. <laughs> Gerard Butler switches to the other line. Hello, it's me, Gerard Butler. There is a sound of DJ Fresh licking some horses' balls. <laughs> <laughs> Not that DJ Fresh. I told you. Well, I'll help you with the upload soon. Fun <laughs> down. Well, it looks like this one's up. I guess when we transition back to me, we will have. I'll be in space because we don't have the budget to do the, the, the blast off <laughs> sequence. Transition to Gerard Butler. No, Gerard's brother. <laughs> I'm fucking lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I'm in fucking Edinburgh. I don't know how to get to America from here. I don't even have the money for plane tickets. <laughs> Well, speaking of... I'm looking at the fucking map! Well, I can't find it! Wait, which one's America? <laughs> I'll save you, Mr. President! Well, speaking as the President, I must say, it's a lovely day to go outside in the open, walk in around, open top walk car. around Compton. Mr. President, no! I, just, I hope you can hear me from all the Atlantic! I just want to repeat, get down, Mr. President! voice bounces off the satellite. I just want to repeat the words of our forefathers, of the founding fathers. No! Boy, I hope no one shoots me as I'm walking through the park. Gerard Butler's brother sprints across Giant's Causeway and executes uh, um, an amazing dive and launches... Um, with the help of of the ocean from Moana, uh, <laughs> is um, is like helped by the basically a power of God from the ocean from Moana of like being catapulted straight to America. I can't believe I'm in America. Oh, oh, so many things I love to see. Oh, not another large shouty Scottish man. You remind me of Gerard Butler in the film Olympus Has Fallen. That's because I'm his brother. In a heart. But enough of that. Get down. Do you mean dance? The president begins to dance. No. Suddenly, a gunshot rings out. Slow motion kicks in. Gerard's brother jumps in front of it. No! The bullet rebounds off his incredibly huge Scottish um, Harlan Oates pecs. Missing, pres- <laughs> missing President Trump by... <laughs> oh, president, 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 President. Oh, President, President. Yeah, sorry, I forgot this wasn't real life for a second. I just had to put the satire to one side. Yeah. You know, you know, um, you know the, um, the box of Highland Oaks, the porridge? You know, the, the, the big... Muscular Scottish man, that that's what Gerard Butler looks like. He's got, he's got his kill. It's, it's, it's like clean shaven, but he's got a massive fucking peck just hurling a caper. That's what he always looks like. Transition yeah. back to Gerard Butler. That was all in the film. Right, well, it's me, Gerard Butler. I'm docking now with one of the satellites. I've got it's like Interstellar. Oh, it's going to be raining, raining. What's that? Is it some clocks? Am I alone on this satellite? <laughs> Sorry. Is that me? Does my inner monologue sound like a little Dutch boy? No, I am the ship's. Hey, I am the satellites. 
Anyway. Uh, you're the satellite saying, why are you a little Dutch boy? I don't know, but I have lots of sentient little robots that look like clogs. What? No! There's all these clogs piling up around me. It looks like it's up to me, Gerard Butler, to proudly, with my Scottish mate, fight back all these little clogs. Get away from my iron brew! The little clogs begin to devour Gerard Butler's legs like the scarabs in the mummy. Oh no! Crawling away! I'd have got my legs! Fortunately, they're big and meaty because I did the 300 workout. Cut back. The guy that shot at the president now, the second bullet is gone. I fucking see you! <laughs> Over there! I'm gonna fucking get you! I saw you shoot that fucking bullet at the president! I'm coming! And he sprints over really fucking fast. <laughs> like his like his like massive beefy fucking quads, it's like just pulsing. Oh, oh, hey, it's me. I'm just a gunman going to shoot. I'm trying to shoot the president. Wait, Why what? Are you fucking skinny cunt! <laughs> oh, no. I'm gonna wrap that fucking sniper rifle around your neck. He's he's got me. Gun Rifle Oswald. <laughs> ah, Gun Rifle Oswald, it's you! <laughs> yes, it's me, Gun Rifle Oswald. I'm like Lee Harvey Oswald, but made entirely of guns. <laughs> made out of a huge gun rifle. <laughs> well, it's a good thing I've defeated you, which means my beast story is over. Right, time to go home. Oh boy, Mr. Pre- I know I am now like a wheezing child with asthma. Um, oh boy, Gerard Butler's brother, you did well today. I should call you Sir Gerard Butler's brother. <laughs> well, that's awfully kind of you, but wait a second. I'm in America. Why is somebody knighting me? Oh no. Oh, Sim- simulation what's, ends. What's happening in the sky? Forgetting, we've forgotten the plot of the film. Um, cut back to... I meant it was a storm. Oh. <laughs> Which we completely neget- like, neglected. Oh, there's a storm and it's going to the earth. Get away, you little wee Dutch artificial intelligence. You're not going to do it on my watch. I'm going to rain my cloaks and fairly priced weed down upon you. Well, you see, I'm in, the, I'm in the command console now. I control the satellites. And do you know what me and the command console are going to do, little Dutch boy? What? We're going to have a command console independence referendum. <laughs> Wait, brother, you don't have to do it on your own. Where's that voice coming from? Is I'm it... right here. <laughs> what? You... It, it turned out I didn't go to America at all. But... I, I was in a simulation on a satellite. What? But who was it who stopped Gun Rifle Oswald? Come back. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Come back. The storm is just beginning. Go to right. Pre- the president's fucking dead. <laughs> he's, 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 he's pointing his gun at him. He's pointing his gun at him. He said, Gun Rifle Oswald says, Say your last words, son. He's going to give him the dream sequence. The program didn't completely run. The president looks him in the eye and he says, Well, I like to feel that I. Then the storm begins. And the president. Oh no! The first clock ends the atmosphere. Oh no, me, Gun Rifle Oswald, cannot possibly aim at the president in these adverse (laughs) weather conditions. But the president is allergic to rain and dies. (laughs) (laughs) He melts like a witch. (laughs) No... I don't even know what's going on. Anyway. Right, cut back to it. This, this is going to be the final. This is the, the exciting the, climax yeah. now. We're still in a satellite, brother. And I've got no legs. <laughs> we'll have to work together. Form of Gerard Zord. <laughs> and, and they form together like the, the, the legless Gerard Butler. <laughs> goes on top of the Gerard and brother's shoulders. Each individual pack <laughs> is, just, is just Gerard Butler's face. Go. Like eight Gerard Butler's faces down his torso. Go. Gerard Brothers go. Da, 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 da. It's like a morphing sequence. Like it's not spinning around. Go, Shit. go Gerard Brothers go. Quickly, Gerard Zord. Type, delete into the command console. No, don't do that. Activate ultimate Scottish weapon. <laughs> Gerard Butler Zord pulls out not whiskey. Not whiskey and haggis. <laughs> raises its kilt. Robin, in post, please insert some anime music. <laughs> Little Dutch voice that sends out a fucking child effect, sex offender. 
He doesn't send out a child sex Rolf offender. Rolf Harris appears. He, <laughs> he, he puts G'day, the mate. child sex offender. He puts Gerald Butler on the child sex Rolf offender. Rolf Harris! You all along. Can you tell me what did yet? But Gerald Butler's <laughs> no longer here. It is only us. Look at the in unison. Look at the window. Can you tell what it is yet? It's a storm! <laughs> well, why, are you, why are you saying why are you saying Rolf Harris quotes in Nigel Farage voice? <laughs> Can you tell him what it is? <laughs> it was Look Jake- at that! Euro trash down there, those dirty Euro fiends. It was Jake the Peg all along. Um, well, it looks like we can disassemble from the Gerard Butler's horde. Gerard Butler now with no legs and you, Gerard Butler's brother. <laughs> Good thing I've at least got my legs. Well, seeing that you've somehow inexplicably over the course of this story run not only to America, but into the stratosphere. Ah, but if you are paying attention, it turned that I was in assimilation the entire time. So, how did you get here? Plot convenience. <laughs> Incoming message from Deputy President Presidentson. Oh. Hello, Deputy President Presidentson. Oh, oh boy, I'm about to be sworn in, but I just want to say you guys did a swell job. And my wife thinks so too. Oh, you're so manly and presidently. Well, brother, it's a job well done, <laughs> but I sure hope that, that, that um, Deputy President Presidentson isn't a fascist. <laughs> I sure yeah. hope he doesn't introduce a series of alternative political schemes. Because that would be a real geostorm. Wait, a third brother? Where did you come from? <laughs> I'm Butler Geraldson. <laughs> Reunited at last! <laughs> All three of us! Gerard Bollison, what? It's a happy ending! You brought my spare pair of legs! <laughs> You're like a Lego man. <laughs> and they all live happily ever after. Directed by Verbal Discharge. That's a great sequence. You know what? This has been either the best episode we've ever done. <laughs> Or unquestionably the worst. I, I can't work it out because I think we're all kind of giddy. Like we've all just been laughing at literally everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not, there's not any. Oxygen I was in that head before right we now. started no. recording. That was that was oh. interesting. You know what? I'd pay, to, I'd pay to see that film. Yeah. Um, I mean, because I've already spent most of the day laughing at Weirdly Polygon's uh, commandants in Prisoner of War on <laughs> <and> PS2. Dismissed. <laughs> Dismissed. That'll be that'll be an interesting thing that you'll find out about very soon. Consider that a teaser, listeners. Can't, can't wait for you to watch that three years from now. But verbal discharge, verbal discharge, verbal discharge, discharge. And you can pay to see our 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 take on GeoForce. In 2018, Geostorm. Geo Storm, Geo G Force, G String. We could probably do it with a budget of thirty dollars as well. Yeah, I can't wait for Geodude to come out. Um, and the good thing is, thirty dollars is worth more and more in British currency because yeah. the value of the pound is plummeting. People will come and pay to see the movie in Screen Three in Odeon, which we've set up a little table, and they'll just come in and we'll scream the play at them. Nah, Screen Three's cold as shit. No, we can do the your screen thing, where you can hire. If you get enough people interested, you can hire a cinema screen. Oh, really? do it. The Broadway do it in Nottingham. Oh, brilliant. Uh, why don't we do that? Let's do that. We're doing that now. Are That's we going to be able to fill a cinema screen with people that want to see our interpretation no, of G-Force? No, Worth a shot, though. Yeah, it's worth it. I've really hurt my throat from doing Jarrah's brother. <laughs> yeah, I'm like actually feeling it. I, I feel sore. As I was saying, I've got no idea how the episode's been. Um, sorry if you have to listen to it. It might have been brilliant. It might have just been people chatting about E.T.'s horse You know what? You know it'd be really funny? What? If it didn't record probably this time. Do you know what would be really funny? If um, when we're all we're not soon, recording, we haven't recorded the whole thing. No, we have. If well, you know when we're the all lens soon, cap was on. When Wait we're all soon, this by is the podcast. By DJ Fresh and the court asks to listen to the entire podcast to hear every specific mm. mention of the time we insult DJ Fresh. They'll have to listen to the entire. Make sure we insult yeah. DJ we'll, Fresh we'll now. Be sat, so. We'll be sat there in the defendants' booth listening to that fucking thing play you know what out. Joy, we have to do what? Have to do the research. Hey, <laughs> dude. It's really funny. Dude, your research. No, they'd only play, they'd only play snippets of it. And then we'd be like, oh, but just, just play the next get, get, Just play it all, play it all. Yeah, but the, the, the person, uh, quote-unquote, doing the research is going to uh, have to listen to it all. Yeah. So, do you think we could plug our show in court? Yes. <laughs> so, so that was yes. a... So, well, well, Your Honour, if you went on a... We, show to Dakota UK or... Uh, 
um, or went to facebook.com slash verbal discharge or go on Twitter at Verbdis Radio. Hi there, everyone in the jury. I uh, hope you're all having a nice jury. hope it's a bit of a refreshing break from your usual sort of mundane nine to five. Um, if you'd like to go on verbaldischarge.co.uk, lots of good articles there. Plenty of fun shit. Just, just have a look around. Hey, It'll be great. I put up an article this week. Inside 40 minutes... No, inside actually... Uh, yeah, 20, 30 minutes of the Minas <sighs> of the Titans of the New Star Wars film. Mm-hmm. I put up a thing on 14 things we've learned from the Titans of the New Star Wars film. That was topical. Yeah. And you can read that on our website. Verbaldischarge.co.uk. I think that happened. And we all can't wait for Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Dinosaur, The Last Samurai... <laughs> The last biscuit in the tin. The last... Oh, I hope it's that. I hope it's just two hours of like Darth Vader getting his hand stuck in there. Not quite the last biscuit. The, 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 the last Pringle that isn't exactly like the crumbs. Yeah. And then like, oh, you get you get 80 minutes in and then just like the Emperor walks and says, have you tried tilting it upside down? Have you tried tilting it upside down? Master... Was that the Grack voice? It's the same thing. <laughs> but in doing the Grack voice is basically Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. So why not go to all of those things that Ben mentioned? Why not go to yes. the live show? Why not? That would be great. Why not? Like the British British. Why not? Why not tell your friends? If you like the podcast, why don't you go to your friends and say, do you know what? There's this podcast I like. Why don't you listen to it? Because they talk about E.T.'s dick. And um, horses, and DJ Fresh, and Gerard Butler's brother, yeah, and a little Dutch AI who kills people with artificial clocks. Why don't you? <laughs> why don't you tweet hashtag Do your research uh, with your own DJ Fresh alternative facts? And you can find us on Twitter at Verb This Radio, not at just, DJ Fresh. We've kind of just done this. Haven't yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty just much. Done this. Yeah. That's fine. Just. Should we end it there? Yeah, oh, so oh, 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 why not? Wait till you're in the house alone and light three candles. Um, uh, fill fill, uh, fill that stuffed toy with hair and say to yourself, ghosty, ghosty, one, two, three, as far as you can, come and get me. And then blow out the candles and then hide in the bathroom and wait. And then something comes in, you can't tell if it's a ghost or just DJ Fresh's hair. <laughs> what, what you do is you turn the lights out, you look in the mirror and you say, DJ Fresh... DJ Fresh oh uh, uh, DJ Fresh do your research <laughs> <laughs> well DJ Fresh final word of the show Nintendo do, do your research. research Nintendo research <laughs> <laughs>